Welcome to Impact Creators, a podcast where we connect, explore and learn by interacting with inspiring individuals from various walks of life. Happy listening. In today's third episode of our podcast, we have Sushmita, who is a freelance food photographer, Bharatanatyam dancer and a Carnatic singer. In this podcast, we talk about her journey, the reason behind taking an unconventional path as career choice, and her experiments with finding the right art form to tell stories that inspire her. Also, I touched upon her learnings in the journey, habits she follows to nurture creativity, and her vision for future. Happy listening. Thanks a lot, uh, Sushmita, for joining me on my podcast. Uh, Thank you, Dilip, for having me on, the part, on this podcast. I'm quite excited uh, to see how this is going to shape. So, I've been... uh seeing you grow multiple folds uh, evolve into a better person in the past few years so just to start off uh, i want to understand uh, or probably can you walk us through your journey of how you became a photographer i will i will be using the word lucky blessed a lot of times so i actually started uh, learning classical dance i'm a trained bharatanatyam dancer and i started learning dance um around 2003 and um, until 2015 i was very regular to class it was a lot of uh, learning over there a lot of performances i've given around 250 performances in and in and around the country and i've also been uh, lucky enough that i got an opportunity to perform in the united states uh, when i was just 14 years old so a lot of my association towards art in general or you know storytelling in general has been there since childhood and um after my 12th grade i took up journalism i am um i am a ba mass communication and journalism graduate and in the 3 years we were um, exposed to different kinds of journalism beat print journalism beat television journalism different forms of media that is uh different ways uh, in print your newspapers magazines pamphlets posters a little about advertising and about pr and all of those things and that's when i discovered photography and since i always i was already associated with the idea of storytelling somehow photography and dance kind of uh, taught me that connection that i could do something with my life in a meaningful way and that's how i began my journey so once after i completed my undergrad i uh, went ahead and i did a uh, post graduate diploma course in commercial photography and it's been two and a half years now that i've been working as a professional and it's been quite it, of course it will be a challenging journey but it definitely has been an amazing journey so uh, one interesting thing i see throughout your journey is uh, so you have been uh, like doing multiple things at particular instance uh, you started off as a bharatanatyam dancer classical performer and then you evolved you you became a journalist and then you evolved as a photographer so i just wanted to understand how how was your mindset or how did you adapt your mindset and what are the differences like how is being a photographer how is being a classical dancer and how is being a journalist so what are the key differences as a creative person all of them are creative jobs what is the key difference um 
instead of me talking about i mean of course the obvious difference is that they're all three different uh fields of work so that will be the biggest difference but instead of me talking about the differences i think one thing that was common throughout these three uh phases in my life is the urge to learn more the curiosity that i've always had towards things in life on how things function or why are things in a certain way and um i've spent half of my childhood or i would say pretty much my entire childhood in dance class during our summer vacation also we used to go to class at 9 in the morning and come back home at 9 in the night so it was not just go- going to dance class was not just an activity to go learn dance but it was beyond that it was we learned to become a better human we were taught values and ethics and things like you know very small but important vital things like how to be a team player how important it is for us to ensure that we are making a difference to the world even if it is 0.1% so all those values that i learned in dance class kind of helped me navigate through my path as i was studying studying journalism and as a photographer now what i see what i observed amongst my classmates and what i've observed amongst the younger generation who is who are um, you know considering themselves as budding photographers is that they do not have that urge to learn more all they all they are looking for is instant results and that's not how it works not just art form anything that we do and i've always believed that no matter what you what kind of field you choose it is an art form in itself even if it is engineering you need to understand how certain things work only when you understand how the foundation works that's when you can dig deeper into it and create magic with it and it's the same with you know medicine as well only when you understand the foundations of it that's when you can come about with innovation so is any field that you choose and uh, somehow the experiences that i've had in my life so far has kind of brought me to an understanding that everyone is an artist in their self in their own way it's just that some people realize it some people don't realize it and the fact that i've always said people whenever i come across someone who says oh i'm not so creative i've always pushed them as much as i can to believe the fact that you are creative in your own way it's just understanding how to tap on to those energies how to t- tap on to that quality in you and make something meaningful out of it okay so uh, one very very interesting thing i really liked uh, about what you said is uh, wherever you are you need to keep learning things at a constant pace uh, i just want to ask uh, a couple of things here uh, one being uh, uh can you tell us some experiences uh, that help you to realize that learning is the key to move forward that's the first question and the second question being what are your learning methods uh, uh, normally when you- again in dance class uh, throughout the year we used to have performances constantly and in our summer vacation we kind of since along with performances since we didn't have school to go to we were learning new items as well we were, we were learning new compositions and uh eventually in dance class the system that 
माय गुरु श्री माय गुरु श्री वी एस स्वामीमूर्ती गारू आणि श्रीमती मंगला रामस्वामी गारू दे आर द फाउंडर्स ऑफ दिस इन्स्टिट्यूशन कॉल श्री रामनाटक निकेतन इट्स अराउंड फिफ्टी प्लस इयर्स ओल्ड वन ऑफ द ओल्डेस्ट इन हैदराबाद the kind of uh, system that they've inculcated is that eventually we tend we begin to choreograph the compositions by ourselves so the minute that is being included it's a sense of responsibility also that you begin to develop that oh i need to choreograph this so if i have to choreograph this first i need to break it down into smaller pieces and understand what the essence of that composition is after i understand that es- the essence of that composition then i start figuring out okay if this word in this composition means this how do i showcase that in bharatanatyam that brings down to whatever i've learned before so i've kind of pulled out that way and i think even though i didn't realize realize it i think that was something that kind of helped me in the future as well to talk about learning methods i don't follow any learning methods i would say i really don't have a method it's uh, the only thing that i would probably say is whenever something strikes me i do a lot of research about it and that research doesn't necessarily have to be related to that top, uh, about that topic i end up reading a lot in and around that topic and kind of then figure out a way but i don't have a learning method as such saying oh this is how i'm supposed to learn like say for example i am a food and beverage photographer by profession and i've always wanted to learn cooking because i felt it was very important for me to know how to cook in order to do justice to the food that i shoot a uh, thought process kind of pushed me to learn cooking in this lockdown and once i started understanding the basics of cooking and once i started experimenting more now i have a new developed interest in learning pastry got it so it's all about being curious and learning whatever you feel like absolutely and, and you know regardless of whether it's going to help me in my profession or not i've always been a curious person so taking a path like this uh, is something which is uh, not like not many people would do and not many people would have the courage to do so i'm sure that there would have been multiple situations where you or someone would have doubted about the career path you're choosing so what are those situations and how did you overcome those oh, a lot of people doubted what i was doing at a point of time i doubted what i was doing myself so yeah. uh probably you can uh, talk about I think, uh, how you I think around the second year of my graduation i thought you know okay photography is something that i might be good at and maybe this is what i actually want to do maybe this is something that i would eventually specialize in and build my career out of it but uh throughout my third year uh since that was a final year i was absolutely confused on what exactly i wanted to do i for there was this phase where i actually thought i would just apply for campus placements and then see how it goes and then figure out what to do in masters but somehow i think the people around me meaning the photography community kind of always pulled me back and somehow deep down i knew for a fact that every time i picked up a cam i picked up my camera i had a sense of 
peace and calmness within me and when i told my parents that you know this is what i wanted to do because my parents were really not aware of what exactly photography entails i myself wasn't aware unless and until i actually took a serious decision about it i didn't do my you know background research on how much scope does photography has or what can i do in photography all i knew is that i like clicking pictures i keep good enough pictures and that's that so when i told my you know my parents my father especially that i wanted to pick up photography he was completely against the fact that i wanted to do something different he already wasn't very supportive of the fact that i took up journalism because that was something very different from what everyone else was doing at least in my family i come from a family of engineers and mba graduates and doctors so this was completely different and it was quite a backlash and my dad also thought that me being a woman me being a girl i can't do many things but uh, my brothers and my uncle were um, strong like pillars at that point of time and they kind of uh, convinced helped me convince my dad that you know that i should take it up because this is what i really want to do and even until i completed my post graduation my father was still with the belief that this is just a hobby that i picked up and i would eventually you know get bored of it and just drop it but when he told this uh, you know before i left for my post graduation that was when i decided that you know i have to pass my ass and i have to work really hard for these two years to prove it to him that this is something that i want to do for and for you know as long as i live till my last breath and this is going to be my source of bread and butter so once after my dad was convinced everyone in my family around you know his friend circle everyone kind of judged him judged my mom judged my me that oh what is she doing is she just going to go shoot someone else's wedding and although wedding photography is considered as a very respectable profession now i think five years before it was not at least you know from the kind of family that i come from if you know it's like oh you're just going to cut up you know this is what will you do will you, will you go shoot someone else's wedding and things like that that was one challenge that i faced and another challenge that i faced uh, in photography school was it was a male dominated place so that i think that explains it enough i don't have to you know elaborate on that so a lot of people you know uh, they uh, underestimated me and they thought i could do anything by myself and it was just a period for me to prove to myself that i could do something by myself so once i built that confidence so, there was uh, no looking back after that so i was uh, curious uh, to know a little bit more on the aspect of like what were what were you telling yourself when you were facing those tough situations and uh, like what are those talks that you had with yourself saying yes i'm going to do it and prove it there was this picture of uh, my mom and dad that i stuck to my cupboard and every day morning when i once after i freshen up when i used to get ready to go go to school i used to look at the picture and the only thing that i constantly told myself is they agreed to send you it's time to 
live up to the trust that they built it's time that i make them proud no matter what happens i'm doing this for myself i'm doing this for my parents because they believed in me and they agreed to send me out of my comfort zone and let me do what i really want to do that was the only driving force for me that you really enjoy about uh, doing photography so i get to eat it all that's all <laughs> I mean, I think that is one thing why I really, I mean, I shouldn't say this, but I'm being blatantly honest. That's one of the reasons why I really, really enjoy shooting food. But other than that, I've always been a person who loves cherishing memories, who loves creating memories. I think that comes from my dad. He was, uh, there were incidents in my childhood that my parents tell me till date that, you know, they spent a lot of money just to buy you know different kind of costumes for my brother and me and do photo shoots because my dad has always been a person who loves to take pictures and he he always tells that you know it, it is important to take pictures wherever you go because 10 years down the lane it is those pictures that are going to make you bring help you get bring a smile so i've always been this person who loves creating memories for myself for my people around me and cherishing them so photography was a medium for me to showcase that in a better way and i've tried other ways as well i gave it a try in writing i've given it a try to dance as well but somehow photography stuck with me and it understood me as a person and i could understand photography in a better way so one of the main reason one of the main uh, motive for me to really enjoy photography is the fact that i'm able to cherish memories and food is something that is so special to every human being to every living being on, being on this planet it could be regardless of what you like the minute you talk about food there is some or the other memory that is attached a lot of people i mean you know when two strangers meet for the first time they say oh let's meet over a coffee and i'm sure half of the conversation would begin from how the coffee tastes to one another sharing their experiences with coffee and related to coffee and that's how you know the conversation starts so food has food is such an important thing for one survival and at the same time for one's happiness so that is what i look for every time i do a food shoot am i being am i doing justice to create a memory for a person so one more uh, interesting thing uh, that i wanted to ask you was uh, about the people or the mentors you had and what was their influence on you throughout your journey fun fact it's guru punima today early this morning itself i just um, left a message to all my gurus thanking them uh, for guiding me and for always being there my dance teacher and my dance teacher's father my master have been two very important figures in my life who have been guiding me with their presence be it physical presence or just you know virtual presence i wouldn't say virtual presence i can't think of the right word mental presence maybe but yeah they've always been uh, two important people who have made me the person that i am today in a very large manner to a very large extent 
everything that i learned from respecting your roots to understanding why certain things are important to breaking down each element to understanding the essence of things in life to maintaining that discipline to being diligent at whatever you do even if it is you know as simple as cleaning up your cupboard only when you are giving your 100% to it you are efficient and you are effective enough to complete that task so they've been very important figures uh in my life i've told this to a lot of people that whatever i am today as a person it's everything because of what i learned in dance class probably if there was no bharatanatyam in my life i don't think i even would have picked up photography for that matter so they have been very important uh, people and they've been my biggest mentors in life and photography wise my faculty at uh, at photography school they've always been helping me out and i'm still in touch with them i still talk to them and they've always been uh, humble and warm enough to tell me that you know you can always reach out to us whenever you need always although they taught me things in the harder way it was very effective for me and uh, other than that i have a couple of photographer friends who have been my mentors even before i joined photo photo school very humble people very nice people i always reach out to them whenever i need anything okay so my uh, in photography school my the head of the department uh, mr bharat dhirangi he is one of the leading food and beverage photographers in the country he is another reason for me to develop that interest in food photography and make my love for food photography much more stronger the other two people are uh, mr chanda kumar chandar kumar and mr mayesh moke these two people have you know helped me tap on to my creative juices tap on to my creative energies and help me become a better photographer and uh, my photographer friends they are uh, shreyans sangarwal uh, ruchik kathuri and tarik husain these three people i've always looked up to them even before i went to photography school and i still look up to them till date and uh, in your journey you been a teacher also uh, so what was uh, like what are your uh, key learnings in that journey and what was something that was very exciting about that journey the most exciting thing about that journey was whatever hardships i went through as a student i ensured that all my students went through the same hardships for my sadistic pleasure <laughs> i shouldn't say that but you know other than that uh, i think one of my major learnings uh, in my journey in teaching is the importance of communication how important it is to communicate whatever you want to say in the right way to ensure that the opposite person understands that particular message i think that is one of the biggest learnings that i've had and i have also become a better taskmaster so i know how to get things done if i have to lead a team one more thing i wanted to uh, ask you is and like how does uh, spirituality and uh, the culture you have grown played a role uh, in your creativity so, so in your- you know the beautiful thing about being spiritual is that you begin to believe 
things that are not tangible and that belief drives you to accomplish what you strive for so um how bharatanatyam uh, emerged is through devadasis so devadasis were the uh, temple uh, pilgrims or temple devotees who used to perform in front of the god uh, and the compositions that they always performed was were stories of god be it lord rama be it lord vishnu be it lord krishna lord shiva whoever it is they used to perform stories of god so a lot of early bharatanatyam was a lot into you know the emotion of bhakti the emotion of devotion so learning all those stories although you know a lot of people right now and i do have uh, i do have quite a lot of atheist friends it's not that i do not hate them because they're atheists it's just what they believe in and i'm not saying oh i'm an ardent believer in god i would say i'm an ardent believer in energy it's as simple as when you go to a church or when you go to a temple there is a sense of positive energy that you feel why is that that is something when you begin to question that's when people start saying oh you know it doesn't make sense how can you say how can you say certain things when it doesn't make sense at all but there is an energy and energy again is science which is already proven so i think it is small things like these that i believe in that have helped me finish whatever i've went to you know accomplish for in my photography school as well there were a lot of uh, times where i really struggled to keep up with the course but it's just you know falling back to these small beliefs that i have that helped me stay afloat and get through it so uh, one more thing i wanted to ask you is uh, so how much of your own life uh, is reflected in the work you do i think some of my personal work shows uh, a few influences of the experiences that i had in my life so during my uh, post graduation we had this uh, we had to create you know design our final portfolio for our uh, graduating exhibition and in our final portfolio we had to come up with our own concepts come up with our own ideas and shoot them and only after uh, the photos were good enough and my faculty like the pictures they went on you know they went into the next phase of displaying at the exhibition so uh what i did for my final portfolio was pretty much a display of whatever i've experienced in my graduation days and in my post graduation days i studied in a girls college in a completely girls environment during my graduation and um from there when i moved to pune i was in a batch of 27 students with just four girls so it was a complete 180 degree uh flip in terms of the environment that i was around and the kind of thought process that men had and that women had it's completely different and in these experiences what i realized is that when people talk about feminism everyone talks about you know women empowerment women's rights and everything that is uh putting women at a higher uh, stage but the idea of feminism 
came into existence because women were not being treated as equals the idea if you according to me the essence of feminism is equality yes it is women empowerment but end result is for equality so i feel, i realized that in that process there have been a lot of stereotypes created towards men as well that have been neglected or men not being treated the right way for simple things like oh men cannot cry in front of a crowd because they're supposed to be show they're supposed to be uh, presented as strong people bold people but they also are humans at the end of the day or things like oh men cannot dress up in a certain way because that's not who they are all of those understandings kind of gave me an idea to come up with a body of work that showcased people who were breaking these stereotypes men especially and i started searching for people who were doing this um for you know who were doing this full time and not just for the sake of it and i came across three beautiful people i came across uh, india's first uh, male belly dancer i came across uh, india's uh, first uh, drag queen and i came across an artist who was doing work that no one in india has done before so once i got to know about these people i reached out to them and i explained them what i was looking for what i wanted to do and why i wanted to work with them and they were on board the immediately and it was just a tribute celebrating them for who they are i think the story which you have told in the personal work is uh, inspiring and the way you have thought about is also very interesting yeah. uh so i just want to ask uh, uh, one question of uh, how much and what environmental factors uh, do you consider uh, to be helpful to your creative process people say that it's the surrounding that fosters the creativity or it helps to nurture the creativity if you are surrounded by negative energy no matter how hard you try it gets very challenging to work so it's very important that you are surrounded by positive energy whenever you're doing something creative it could be as simple as a picture that you a photograph that you like or a painting that you like or a quotation that you like like my work desk is filled up with things that i enjoy looking at so at my work desk that's my environment so i always keep constantly look at them it doesn't have to be a you know a conscious effort sometimes i'm just looking at them and not even thinking anything i'm just looking at them so for me it's very important so uh, what is your ultimate uh, creative goal that you want to achieve and uh, how how attainable do you think it is i think my ultimate creative goal would be to create photographs that evoke a happy emotion in people i think that is attainable it can be I'm as sure. simple as giving a person a warm hug and then taking a picture of them so what is the preparation process that uh, goes into when you are uh, doing a shoot like what is the process and what is the thinking process that goes in your head before you are doing a shoot so when i'm doing a food shoot uh, i try to understand what kind of food i'm shooting what kind of brand identity the client's brand is once after i get an understanding of that 
i do a one on one meeting with the client and i un- try to understand how they came up with their brand why is their brand so special for them once after i get an understanding of that i kind of do a little research like for example i recently did a shoot for uh, this brand that are into homemade pickles south uh, traditional south indian andhra style pickles so all of those recipes are their age old uh, ancestral recipes that have that are easily 100 years old that have been passed on from generations to generations and they've been staying true to those recipes and they've been preparing pickles so when i heard their story the the main the main key things that i could pick up was legacy authenticity and memories based on these three ideas i kind of built an entire concept for the shoot and i went ahead with the shoot and you know obvious things like oh it's south indian so the aesthetic of the picture has to be south indian whatever props that i'm using in and around my main pickle has to be south indian so then okay the research goes down into more of south indian culture what all elements can i add like a lot of brass cutlery jasmine leaves mango leaves things that are traditionally used in a south indian uh, puja things like that so all these processes are needs like a lot of creativity at from demands a lot of creativity uh, being a photographer do you have any daily routines that you follow uh, to foster your like creativity like for me music and dance are my escape whenever i'm in a creative rut as a photographer i am a carnatic uh, vocalist as well i've been trained in carnatic music for around 6 years i think so that kind of helps me ease out my stress i'm constantly looking at different photographs different paintings different illustrations that i come across and if i like anything i just take a screenshot of it and just keep it with me i don't know if it's going to come off any use to me i just like it i keep it like did you have uh, do you have any books that influenced you uh, a lot no, i do not read uh, although there is one, uh, one book. book although there is one book that has left a very big impact in a very unknowing way it's a novel by salman rashti it's called harun and the sea of stories it's a fictional story but i think that book has it will always be a very special book for me uh, and uh, one more thing is so you are a freelancer and uh, like uh, how do you make sure that uh, you are productive it it, it requires a lot of uh, uh, energy that you need to put in to make sure that you are productive most of the times and what are some uh, uh, like routines or process that you follow around that it's very recently that i realized fitness is actually leaves a huge impact on the entire day the days that i don't work out i'm mentally a little slow and a little lazy i mean there's nothing wrong with that but that is something that i have been doing and it has been helping me a lot because uh, it is considered that you know every time you work out you release endorphins and that those are called happy hormones that is something that i do and i've also mentioned i do music practice and i'm con- another thing that i do is i'm constantly looking at 
content it could be photo it could be photographs it could be paintings it could be digital illustrations anything or sometimes it even reading you know small pieces short stories help me a lot i think okay or any like any artist who is not a photographer uh, who do you think is very inspiring to you and who you would like to work with maybe in the future i think i'd eventually want to work with dancers okay why um, me being a dancer i kind of understand the zone that we enter into sometimes when we're lost in that composition and we're lost into that performance and when you as a performer when you're lost in that performance it it is not a one way communication over there it's a two way communication over there you're taking the person doing watching you perform also along with you into that journey yeah i think i would eventually want to work with dancers so normally uh, being a creative person you might get some uh, creative blocks right so what are some or have you had any creative blocks in the first place or what are some things that you do to overcome those creative blocks i sleep whenever my i face this challenge is creating <laughs> yeah i just sleep it out of course it makes me nervous i panic and you know sometimes it is my own fear or it's it is my own insecurity that brings a creative block but whenever i felt that i now i i used to panic a lot probably 4 years back when i started photography on a serious note but now i've become much more of a mellow person and if i'm not having a good day i'm still okay with it i just tell myself it's okay it'll just get better tomorrow one key interesting thing that uh, artists or creative people uh, have is so they get uh, to interact with uh, or they get to live the stories of different people or they get to uh, see through multiple uh, lens so uh, like one thing i wanted to understand from you was uh, so as a person how would you describe you would have got influenced by lot of people lot of uh, things would have shaped you lot of experiences mm-hmm. would have shaped you how would you describe your personality i in a way i think i'm like this adaptive owl who's just there but is silently observing all the time mhm and on the other side on the other side i am like this hyperactive monkey who's happy all the time mm-hmm. and you know small things like when you observe a lion's behavior or a tiger's behavior or a cheetah's behavior they're so focused on to their prey when they're on the hunt or when they're on the chase Uh, while evolving as a photographer or as a creative individual uh, you might have had got a lot of feedback from others and uh, how do you, how do you absorb that feedback uh, and uh, do you give a lot of feedback to yourself oh my initial reaction is who the hell are you to tell me who the hell are you to judge my work although i don't show it out but that's what goes in my head i listen to it and for the fact that they found a fault kind of gets me agitated that what went wrong in it and you know for the next couple of days i think about it and i try to understand what went wrong why did they say that and in that process i begin to realize where i went wrong and that kind of helps me 
and like do you give uh, like do you keep reflecting on your on the work you do or uh, on on yourself and giving keep giving feedback to yourself i, I do that all the time I, like how do you do that? i'm never satisfied with what i do i just want more and more it sounds greedy but what's wrong in being greedy i'm not saying i'm not um, you know i'm not thankful for what i have in life i'm very thankful for what i have in life as a person but as a photographer i still know for a fact that i have a lot 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 more to achieve and learn so what is that you intend to achieve maybe that that you have in your mind right now to learn as much as i can not just photography about a lot of other things in general it's just to learn as much as i can how how was how important or how was your college life uh, uh, going back to your college photography school life so i become stronger it. mentally i mm-hmm. i i began believing that i can do things that was okay. one of my biggest takeaways from photo school that i can do it so like what what were uh, those moments or ex- uh, people or experiences that made yeah, you realize there isn't one or two you know stark experiences that happened it's just everyday assignments that we used to get that kind of helped me figure out things myself over there it could be as simple as sourcing a cert you know a particular item for a shoot or you know if i had to do a certain assignment how to get in touch with the kind of person that i need to collaborate with yeah so uh, do you, do you strive or uh, try to be unique uh, in the creative uh, photographs that you take and uh, like what are those things that you the make the fact that i am thinking and no one else is going to think the way i think is going to make it unique that's how everyone is unique and that is something that i have told everybody whom ever i meet i keep telling them you know this is the reason why i believe in the fact that everyone is creative and you just need to figure out a way to tap on to those creative juices that creativity doesn't have to be photography or dance or music or painting it could also be showing off your creativity in coding it could also be showing off your yeah. creativity through fitness everyone is one in a million I- okay because so, uh, if you are if if you know the reason why i am saying it's important to believe is because you can walk down any path but only when you begin to believe in yourself you begin to get a clarity on what you want and that helps you decide on what path you want to go to uh one one interesting thing uh, that i really see in you is you are very passionate about what you do and you have a very clear uh, clarity about what you want to achieve or what you want to do so uh, if you look back and observe uh, like uh, is there anything that helped you to achieve this clarity it can my parents they let me believe that i could achieve whatever i wanted to okay they gave me the opportunity to do to figure out what i want and to let me do what i wanted to do okay that's how i mean yes i was interested in dancing but only when my parents saw that interest they decided to 
get me enrolled in a dance school and then it's my gurus they've taught me not to give up they've taught me to be persistent okay they the and the biggest takeaway from them is to believe again my master always said if you are studying give it your 100% into studying if you are dancing give it your 100% into dancing if you are eating give it your 100% into into eating while dancing if you are thinking about studying then you are not doing justice to it so uh, one thing uh, that is uh, very prominent or predominantly spoken about is uh, living in the present and giving your 100% to whatever you do so how do you make it's it's not really easy to uh, do that like how do you make sure that you are uh, in that zone of not thinking about what is uh, what happened in the past like what are some I, things that you do i haven't perfected that yet i don't think i'm not even close to perfection in that or what do you think that made you better at it persistence to keep trying every day that it's okay we just get better okay uh, probably uh, maybe towards and i think we have come towards end of the conversation so i have one question couple of more mm-hmm. questions one being what are the other things that are uh, you said that you are a very curious person you keep learning a lot of different things what are the other things that you are learning currently and what you are curious about and you are exploring apart from photography oh, or whatever you are doing currently i am exploring cooking i am mm-hmm. i am i'm enjoying cooking a lot even though i'm trying out very simple basic recipes that i've eaten umpteen times it's just that i've always been on the eating end and not the making end so <laughs> even though it's like a simple khichdi every day when i get you know when i enter the kitchen i just bring a new recipe and i think oh if i have to what 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 is that new ingredient that i can add to give it a different taste what is it something different that i can do and that is not a conscious effort it's just that that keeps me entertained enough to try new things every day mm, yeah cooking and i think i've been exercising a little more than i used to before i i that was more like a mechanical activity for me but now it's become more of a personal choice so i enjoy that as well and and i once i'm i mean i don't know when it is going to happen but i've i definitely know that i will do it and that is going to pastry school and learning a little of pastry making okay nice. that's not that's not to build a career or make money out of it it's just for my own personal satisfaction because somehow even till date the if someone says bake a cake it's overwhelming for me i get scared because i constantly look at professional bakers and the amount of detail that they put into it is so intricate it is so delicate and the fact that i don't know any of it overwhelms me so i want to learn so that i can enjoy watching professional bakers bake things in a better way interesting um, yeah So and the my final question now would be uh, this so what's money for you and how important it has been for you in life money is a source of living the practical me says you can't do shit without money 
but it's very important to strike a balance between the practical self and the spiritual self i mean okay. what will you do with tons of money if you're not happy in life but at the same time you can't say oh i'm a happy person but i don't have money and i'm still happy you can't say that so it's very important to start, you know to create a balance like how the yin and yang is the symbol of creating a balance it's important to have money to earn money to strive for earning more money but at the same time it's important to be sane enough to enjoy that money okay i think we've come to an end, end of this conversation do you have anything that i did not cover you want to tell our listeners i think about? you just helped me figure out and discover new things about myself so i thank you for that <laughs> is it like you want to do you want to tell anything to them or people who are looking to pursue photography or any creative endeavors uh, i will say if you are confused about what you want to do give it a try that's when you'll really you'll understand whether you enjoy doing that or not and if you don't enjoy doing that don't lose hope just keep trying just keep trying because a lot of times that our fear you know uh takes the bigger part and we end up doing a lot of things that we don't want to do or you don't end up doing things that you actually want to do there is this movie uh, of disney it's called brave okay but towards the end of the movie there is this one line that the main protagonist narrates she says our faith lives within us we just have to be brave enough to see it thanks a lot uh, sushmita for joining me.